VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. I am Patricia Raskin. You know, it's always an honor and pleasure to be part of Voice America. I'm in my sixth year of my program, Positive Living. And uh, it's as I said, it, this program is all about turning your obstacles into opportunities, your problems into solutions, and making your dreams come true. And today is certainly no exception. If you're listening live on Monday, April 21st, you can call us live right here on voiceamerica.com at 866-472-5788. And if not, you can certainly listen to the archives of the show. Now, today we're talking about role models and body image. More than ever, today's young women need role models, and not just in school. They need body role models. Bombarded with media images of perfect, airbrushed women, teens are measuring themselves against the impossible beauty ideals. They fixate on flaws and often turn random to t- random t- websites and uninformed peers for answers to embarrassing body questions. My guest today is Nancy Amanda Red. She has written a groundbreaking New York Times bestselling brand new book filled with realistic and untouched photos of actual young women's bodies. Nancy Amanda Red is a Harvard alum in women's studies and a recent Miss Virginia. And she's created a really an unprecedented resource for young women. And her new book is Body Drama, Real Girls, Real Bodies, Real Issues, Real Answers. And you can log on to nancyredred.com. Welcome, Nancy. Hello. Good to talk Thanks to you. Thanks for having me. Good. Why did you write yeah, this book? Well, just like you, I believe in positive thinking, and it's really difficult to have this thought to be positive about your life and about yourself and about your future when you're stuck worrying about the right now, the everyday concerns and body dramas that just get you down. So I wrote body drama as a way to kind of open up to teenagers and young women about the embarrassing and shameful concerns and innermost secrets that we deal with. We all deal with body drama. And I wanted young women to know that they weren't alone. It's okay to be curious about what your body is supposed to look like. It's okay to worry about whether or not something's normal or something's okay or something's attractive or if it's supposed to look this way or smell that way or feel that way. But our society's been so weird about the female body, and I just wanted there to be a reality check and a little bit of reassurance for today's teenagers. And yet, because of media coverage and the way we see images, don't you think uh, oftentimes young girls are really afraid to be themselves? They're afraid they won't measure up. Exactly. They look in the magazines, they look in the mirror, and they look in the magazines, and there's this big disconnect. And they blame themselves. They think they're the weird one because they have cellulite or scars or freckles or acne or stray hairs or hair on their chin or just bodies that don't look like the pictures. And they don't realize that nobody looks like the pictures. Even the models don't look like the models in the picture because the picture's been airbrushed 
it's been enhanced, waists have been whittled and breasts have been enlarged and hair color has been changed and eyes have been widened and noses have been slimmed to create this morphed image of what we think is beautiful. And it's important that we show girls what real looks like. But until my book, Body Drama, there's been no photographic evidence in any health book of a variety of normal and natural bodies and body parts. So when young women are curious, all they have to go to are these airbrushed pictures, are pornography magazines that have been equally as enhanced and are equally as damaging. They're not real bodies. They're surgically enhanced. They're airbrushed. They're as fake as possible. And, and so in, this really book, in this book, you tackle lots of issues like bad breath, embarrassing nipple hair, size of breasts, ashy skin, heavy cramps. You even talk about vaginas. I mean, you really cover everything. I do. I cover everything because we, I cover everything that we own. <laughs> and it's important that we become more comfortable talking about these issues. Namely, a person who hasn't been constipated, and I'll give you a rubber nickel. Because, <laughs> and the thing is, when you're young, you don't know how to deal with this. It's not until you're older and hopefully you're more comfortable and conscious of your health that you begin to take care of these issues. But if you can start earlier, it's so much better. And that's why I included all of these things in body drama. There are five chapters, hair, skin, shape, boobs, and down there. And mm -hmm. photographic evidence that any body issue you could possibly have or think up or dream up is normal. Nancy, what kind of response have you gotten? Now, your book is now a New York Times bestseller, so obviously people are reading it. What are you hearing from teens who read this book and see things they may not have seen before about their own bodies? I get some of the coolest questions from teenagers in excited emails about how they thought they were the only ones worrying about this because they certainly weren't going to go to mom with their discharge concerns. They certainly weren't going to admit to having acne on their butt. They certainly weren't going to fess up to stressing out about the size of their breasts, whether one was lopsided or whether their nipple was too dark or too long. And to see it in print in a language they can understand, <laughs> it's so relieving to them. So the response has been overwhelmingly positive because it's just time out for the shame. We've got so much to worry about in today's society, and shame about natural, normal bodily functions and behaviors is that we don't have we don't have the mental space for that. So it's fun receiving mail and seeing teenagers in person who are going through the same issues that you went through, that I went through, that we all go through and are still going through. It's very, very encouraging to be more real. What, is some, what do some of the women say after they've read the book and after they, um, you know, really have seen these pictures and, and say, gee, you know, this is okay. How does it, what response do you get about how it has changed their life? I've really gotten a really variety of responses from women who have always thought that they had something wrong with the way they looked down there until they saw a picture that looked like them in body drama to women who had an inverted nipple and they didn't realize that there was a non-surgical technique to correct it or just to deal with it, to women who weren't aware that 5% of women have third nipples and they thought they were the only person in the world who was dealing with this in an embarrassing way. A lot of who and a lot of aha moments happen when you read body drama. I 
get a lot of email actually from grandmothers and grandmother really? women. Yes, because they've been dealing with this shame for so long. And then when they open up the book that they intended to get for a younger person in their life and they see the pictures and they read, they're the most excited because when something that's embarrassing or shameful about yourself takes up so much emotional space, little room is left for other things, for positive thinking. It's difficult to have these thoughts and to remain focused. So basically what you've done is you've exposed all types of bodies and saying to women... This is okay. Everybody comes in different shapes and sizes and stop comparing yourself with unrealistic models that aren't real anyway. That's what you're saying. Right. And and start realizing the signs of what is and isn't healthy and when you should go to the doctor and what you should request and what treatment is. What would you say are maybe two or three of the top things that you want young women to know, Nancy? Number one, that if something's wrong, the faster you get help, the quicker it will go away. Um, a lot of girls I talk to and they email me are just hoping and praying that their issue will go away before they have to tell somebody. <laughs> Most of the time, that's not going to happen. After you've waited a couple of days or a week, if it's gotten worse or hasn't gone away, you need to get help for the issue. And so that's definitely number one thing. Number two is to be careful who you talk to about your health. This isn't necessarily your best friend's in EMI is certainly um, you know, not something you should share with people who you don't fully, fully trust. Talk to people who you trust, like your school nurse, your guidance counselor, your mother, your doctor. Call an anonymous hotline on my website, nancyred.com. I offer a variety of, of anonymous places you can receive help. So uh, it's interesting how things work with teenagers and what they need to know. And just constant reassurance. They love constant reassurance. Mm -hmm. So in a way, what you've really done is you are helping people to accept themselves realistically. And I'm wondering if because you were Miss Virginia and you have been around very beautiful models who have been airbrushed, that this um, made you more aware and made you say, well, gee, I might want to do something for the average young woman. Oh, absolutely, because a lot of girls, um, they were so funny, because I would say, you know, when I was your age, I had huge Coke bottle glasses and pimples, and I was stressed out all the time about my hair and the way I looked, and I just felt ugly and gross all the time. And that meant so much more to them than if I were standing up there and talking about how great my life was. They just wanted to be talking about, oh, my God, Miss Virginia, I feel so gross and disgusting, too. <laughs> and they wanted to talk more about their issues. So it's lots of fun. And I've been thrilled about um, just getting the information out there in a reliable and comfortable way, uh, just telling them that the girls on the stage and on the screen the models and actresses, they have just as much, if not more, body drama than everyday girls because they're taught to look and fixate on every single flaw and to try to fix it. When I was Miss Virginia, they had me waxing my forehead. So, and nothing's more ridiculous than that. And my forehead's fine the way it is. And now it's perfectly fine and no one complains on my forehead. But then it was considered a liability or not made me less pretty. Well, there must have been an aha for you, Nancy, because, you know, if, if you were under that kind of scrutiny, many times 
young women who are or they're in the Miss America pageant, they stay with that. They don't try to look at what, in quotes, is normal. So there must have been an aha for you that said, you know, something's not right about this. Exactly. Well, it wasn't just that something's not right. It's just that it's sending a false message, and a lot of people don't know about it. Like, one of the first things that happened to me when I became Miss Virginia is I got to take my Miss America headshot. And it was really fun. I went to New York, and I worked with a photographer who was absolutely amazing. He had um, done a lot of photographs for Glamour Magazine and uh, was highly recommended and came with a makeup artist, and it was very exciting. I was thrilled. And one of the things that uh, was most shocking is after the picture came out, and I thought it was really great. It was a great picture. Uh, the first thing that all the pageant people said was, oh, this isn't good enough. Oh, you can't just send this in as is. I said, well, what do you mean? We've got to touch it up. We've got to fix you. And I said, well, what do we need fixing? And essentially, I had to be airbrushed. Right. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we are talking to Nancy Red about her book, Body Drama, Real Girls, Real Bodies, Real Issues, Real Answers. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips with his weekly guest jim draws from successes with professionals college high school and youth teams coaches and players learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure tension and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with championship thinking every tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time right here on america's voice voice america hey dad what i can't get the ketchup bottle open Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, and most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America channel. Because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Rask, and we have a great show for you today on voiceamerica.com. My guest is Nancy Red, and her book is Body Drama, Real Girls, Real Bodies, Real Issues, and Real Answers. And Nancy Red is a 26-year-old Harvard alum in recent Miss Virginia who was named by Glamour Magazine as one of America's top ten college women most likely to succeed at anything. We're talking about her new book, Body Drama, which celebrates many versions of normal and replaces those seriously erroneous information that we get with honest, medically proven truth in a language that all girls can understand. And the whole point of the book is to empower a new generation with facts instead of fantasies and with self-knowledge. Welcome back, Nancy. The first thing you talk about is skin. Let's talk about what's normal with skin and what we need to be doing. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing is about being a teenager. The first concern you have is about your skin. You're confused as to why it's not smooth like the models, why makeup doesn't go on a smoothie, where all this facial hair is coming from, (laughs) why it won't behave properly. And so I opened up Body Drama with the skin chapter to kind of ease them into the, the frankness of the book. Because Body Drama is the first ever photographic self-help book um, in existence. And it's a very fun 272-page casual book. It's filled with pictures of absolutely everything. So when I'm talking about stretch marks, I show real stretch marks so women can become more comfortable with seeing, oh, that, that one, that looks just like mine, okay, or mine's not that bad, or that's normal. I talk about dry skin. I show ashy skin. I show gross feet so that they know that, Body just bodies just look like that. I show cellulite. I show back acne and piercings that didn't heal well and tattoos and just things that go wrong and that are right with the body. Because when you're dealing with a teenager, you have to be very visual. Today's um, young women are very, very, very visual. They are watching MySpace and YouTube and they're seeing much more than previous generations. So you have to show them things for them to understand. So in the shape chapter, the dramas that I deal with in body drama are my face is a zip factory, Mm -hmm. the types of temples. I show the temples, you know, because when I was a teenager, I didn't know what whitehead or blackhead meant, and the picture that was drawn with the cartoon pencil never made any sense to me, so I show them color photos of actual whiteheads, blackheads, cis yes. nodules, and other pimples. Yeah, and it's a very beautiful book, I might add. It's um, very, it's the colors, the pictures are glossy, and uh, it's, it's just very well done. And you have diagrams and show pictures of, of different types of bodies, basically. Right, and what you say is, you know, everybody's different. Now, when you talk about the skin, one of the things you talk about is tanning. And you warn people about being addicted to tanning. And you actually have something called tanorexia. And what are the warning signs for tanorexia? (laughs) Discuss tanning. I do. I wanted to make it fun for teens. And, you know, they, they relate in funny ways. And I've worked with them for so long that I knew how to get their attention. And that tanning is a big deal. Any moms out there, I'm sure they've had a fight or two with their daughter about tanning. And I really wanted to open up the discussion about how much damage it does to the body. And, again, kids are here one thing and it goes in one ear, out the other. And I wanted to show them photographs so that they 
hold on to the attention more clearly. Uh, for example, one of the email, one of the things I get the most email about, people can email me on my website, nancyred.com, is I have a photo of a teenage girl who's a chronic tanner. And the top picture shows the outer layer skin as we see it when we look at her face normally, which appears to be clear and healthy. But the bottom picture is a photograph taken under ultraviolet light, UV light. And it shows the layer directly beneath what is normally visible. And the damage is absolutely insane. You know, while the outside of her skin looks beautiful, the layer right underneath is totally overcooked. And if she doesn't start taking some serious precautions in the sun, her outside will soon totally catch up with her inside. And just that picture alone makes so many teenagers check their tanning habits. Yes, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> and the cool thing about body drama, it's not just one of those don't do this type of books. It's don't do this, here's some other solutions. So on the very next page, I have all kinds of how to self-tan healthily and safely at home. Mm. What about stretch marks? <laughs> well, anybody who's grown more than an inch has a stretch mark somewhere. And it's especially when you're a teenager and your stretch marks are relatively new and pink, you totally are stressed out over your stress marks. So I wanted to show them to young women. I especially wanted to show a couple of older ones so they can see how faint they are later on in life. And just so they realize that everybody gets them. Um, you get stretch marks when your body's growing so fast that your skin doesn't have a chance to grow as rapidly, so it literally stretches in the elastic kind of and the connection snaps and creates little ridges. And just helping girls understand this is normal and it's expected and it has to do with your growth and it doesn't have to be attached to their beauty or their sexuality. Like my thing with a lot of body education in America is it's so focused on sex and education um, regarding the woman's sexual health and her body as a sexual object. And I kind of wanted to, with body drama, I wanted to take back the body as more of a health and a fitness concept and to put the emphasis on hygiene and just normal health care and puberty and growing up and doing the things that a body just does over a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the other thing that you really look at here is you talk about how to clean the body, particularly if you have rough and dry skin. You talk about scrubs and soaps and what to use and what not to use. Yes, because I think that that's one of, we forget what it's like being a teenager, especially being a teenager who might not have a mom, might not be comfortable talking to her mom uh, about these things. A lot of trial and error, sometimes the errors are pretty damaging, goes into being a teenager. So I decided to kind of cut through. And while no one would ever admit to not knowing how to bathe themselves properly, a lot of young women don't figure it out for a while especially when dealing with the folds of the labia and the um, vagina and vulva, uh, it's very important to teach young women how to carefully clean down there so they don't cause an infection and so they don't smell because it's a self-cleaning organ, but it's important to still make sure you give yourself more than a wipe or two. (laughs) And when a girl is entering puberty or even, you know, starting to become more athletic, a lot of times it's important just to explain, just like between your ears and in the back of your ears, it's important to get clean everywhere. So that's just one of the things I talk about in body drama, and I also share ways to become cleaner um, in, in just different ways, using homemade scrubs, and if you have eczema, just certain types of baths to take in that situation, and other other reasons. 
another piece, another chapter is on breasts. You have all the nicknames for breasts, and then you talk about whether they're too small or they're too heavy, what happens if they're too heavy, and do they need surgical reduction, what about implants. You talk about all of that. You talk about sometimes defects in breasts, um, maybe having a third nipple. I mean, you really discuss with all, uh, all of it. What do you Girls feel women. <laughs> you would like young girls to know about breasts? <laughs> that if you're worried about your breasts being attractive to a sexual partner, for the most part, they're just excited at the thought of breasts. So they're not looking at any of the imperfections you think you have. Um, so many girls have inverted nipples, 10% of the population, and they think they're really, really weird because we don't talk about it. But in, in any, just like in any belly button, it's totally normal and it's just as beautiful. <laughs> and you don't have to worry about when it gets cold outside and you have on a T-shirt. Um, uh, girls are very stressed out about their breasts. As they develop, they're wondering why they're itchy and sore. Um, they wonder why when they're 16 or 17, they're a little bit lopsided, even if it's minute. Um, breasts become lopsided sometimes, and they don't even out for a while. And there's actually a really sad story in Florida uh, this past month about an 18-year-old, captain of her cheerleading squad, premier athlete, college scholarships, and for her 18th birthday, she asked to have um, breast augmentation and surgery because she had slightly lopsided breasts and an inverted nipple. Mm-hmm. Never once did they see if the inverted nipple could be corrected without surgery, which is definitely possible. And to perform surgery on an 18-year-old who hasn't finished growing and whose lopsided breasts may even out is just a crime. And if she'd read body drama, perhaps she would have realized that lopsided breasts often don't correct themselves for a few years. And by getting plastic surgery at this age, you may end up, after your next growth spurt, again having lopsided breasts. And that correcting an inverted nipple surgically can cause numbness and pain. Mm -hmm. And when she had the surgery... And the complications from her anesthesia actually killed her. Oh. And this was someone at the prime of her life. Yeah. For an so do your research, really uh, get second opinions, talk to people, really become informed is what you're saying. Absolutely, and respect your body. Let it run its course. Her inverted nipple, she was just growing, like I said, with the next body spurt, it may have corrected itself. But she didn't, and her parents, and her surgeon didn't give it a chance, and she ended up not having a chance the rest of her life. And I'm sure if the options had been presented to her with with the complications being as serious as they actually are, she may not have chose. She would have thought twice before choosing the surgery. But plastic surgery is so easy to obtain nowadays, yeah. and that's why I have a whole part in body drama on plastic surgery. I show botched plastic surgery so that young women can see more than just the extreme makeover positive. All right. We're going to take a break. My guest is Nancy Red. She's the author of Body Drama, Real Girls, Real Bodies, Real Issues, and Real Answers. And Nancy Red is a 26-year-old Harvard alum and recently Smith, Virginia. And you can log on to her website at nancyred.com. You are listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. As 
the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show. It is rather a fresh, fast-paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine-related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women, men optional. Hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts, Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine and Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest winemakers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where Women and Wine Angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women in Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women in Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile, radio to thrive by. News Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Voiceamerica.com. Everyone, we are back. We're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. You can give us a call if you're listening live on April 21st on Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. The number to call is 866-472-5788. We're talking today about body image, particularly for teenagers, that we see so many images of models that we really don't have a realistic picture of what the body looks like. My guest today is Nancy Amanda Red, who is a 26-year-old Harvard alum and recent Miss Virginia. And her new book is Body Drama, Real Girls, Real Bodies, Real Issues, and Real Answers. She shows many versions of normal in this book. And she replaces some of this information that we have that's erroneous with honest, medically proven truths in languages that girls can understand. And so she's really looking at facts instead of fantasies. And if you get this book, which is quite beautiful and it's full color, glossy pictures, 
There's pictures of everything. Every part of almost every part of the woman's body is here to show women what different body parts look like and to make women more educated and more self-accepting of their own bodies. Again, if you have a call and you want to call us on April 21st right here, it's 866-472-5788. Welcome back, Nancy. Okay, so we've talked about breasts and we've talked about skin. Um, let's talk about something that's a little uncomfortable for people, and that is vaginas and sexuality and vulvas and all of it. So, And you have quite a lengthy chapter on it, quite a lengthy chapter, and you call it Down There. I call it Down There because it's not just about um, the vulva or the vagina. It's also about... Um, your bowel movements, about hemorrhoids, about just all the really gross and embarrassing, stinky things that you deal with. And it's just, you die before you tell your mom. <laughs> so I thought I'd put it all in the book. And uh, it's, it's been so much fun because it's everyone's favorite chapter. There's a centerfold, quote-unquote, of vaginas, of vulvas, actually. Let me explain to your audience because a lot of people don't know Okay, so the vagina is the whole thing, including the part that you can put a tampon in or other things, whereas the vulva is the exterior part that you actually see when you're looking head-on um, <laughs> at it. And so there's a whole centerfold of them. Um, so you can see the many faces of normal, and they're totally different than the ones that are airbrushed in magazines. So um, that's the fun thing. Well, also, but also, too, um, Nancy, the other part of that is that we don't get to see down there in quotes. I mean, you don't see those pictures unless you're looking at Playboy, and even then, that's not realistic. Not at all. It's totally airbrushed. They airbrush away all the razor bumps and discolorations and color changes. Sometimes they crop off a little bit of the labia. It's totally crazy what they do in the pornography magazines. Uh, a lot of times they even put glycerin to make the vulva appear more moist. So do not believe what you see in the pornography. What um, do you think are the key points women need to know about um, vaginas and their sexual organs and down there in general? Okay, one thing is to definitely get to know your own personal scent because you're not supposed to smell like nothing, but you're also not supposed to smell fishy or to have um, a green or yellow discharge, um, you know, there's just all sorts of things you need to know about your sexual health that is in body drama, about how to make sure that um, you're, you're healthy and you're doing things um, that are protecting yourself, such as wiping front to back. Um, many women get a lot of UTIs because somehow they miss the memo growing up that you wipe front to back, meaning when you go to the restroom, you wipe your anus last because any bacteria that is transmitted from the paper can get into your urethra, which is very short, and it can cause a urinary tract infection, which is really painful. Anyone who's ever had one <laughs> can certainly attest that uh, it, it requires a visit to the hospital more often than not. Uh, and so the most important thing is to know what you look like and what you smell like so that when something's wrong, you can actually, you know, you know what the difference is. My thing is if it's clear or it's white regarding discharge, it's all right. If it smells or it's itchy, something's fishy. So uh -huh. you're not supposed to itch and you're not supposed to smell abnormally. You are supposed to smell and look like you. So if something's going on down there that's different, if it's throbbing, if it hurts, if it's itchy, if it smells different, then definitely see your doctor because you could have all kinds of things, a yeast infection, um, bacterial vaginosis, which a lot of people don't know about BV. Um, yeast infections actually don't smell. 
BV, which is the stinky infection, has few signs other than a smell, but it can be paired with itching and redness. So there are all kinds of things. Also, women need to know to not douche. Douching is bad. Uh, it does not help you. Your vagina does not need to be cleaned out. It can clean itself out. Uh, so douching can actually push infections up and cause sterilization and mm-hmm. prolonged infection. So you don't want to do that. Okay. What about, you call it poo, but what about bowel movements? And I call it poo not because I think that should be the medical term. I call, I call things in body drama by their colloquial names because teenagers need to see that. One of the problems I had, even when a medical book did address my issue, they used such big words, and I couldn't understand. And they made, the, the way they phrased things made me even more afraid. So I wanted to make this book as fun and friendly as possible while having the most medically accurate information, which is why I basically took medical information and I wrote it in a very casual and fun way, just like you'd read a blog. And then I had the leading adolescent doctor medically vet everything to make sure that all of my advice was safe and sound. And one of her favorite parts was the poo chapter, because kids come into her office and they're very afraid to talk about their poo. They don't know what constipation or diarrhea is. They don't know what normal poo should look like. Um, they, so many young women are getting ideas. About 20% of all Americans have irritable bowel syndrome, and it's hard to diagnose because young women don't want to talk about it. Um, people get hemorrhoids. They get skid marks in the underwear. And they need to know how to choose the right underwear to avoid having problems. Mm-hmm. Because depending on how tight your underwear is, the type of material, if there's dye or fragrance, it can really affect your down there health. What about contraception? I wanted body drama to be a mostly physical health book. But it would have been very irresponsible of me to not include a little bit of information about contraception. So what I did is I included all the different types of contraception that were available out on the market, and I talked about when you are ready to have sex, the things that you should do. And it's not the normal things you should do, because I know teenagers are very emotional, and they have sex, especially teen women, not for the reasons that you'd actually think. A lot of teens have sex because they feel like they won't be loved or that you know, they, they have to because their boyfriend will leave them. And I address this because teens deserve to have this conversation, to be open and aware of the things that they don't have to do if they don't want to. Right, to realize so, they have choice. To realize that they have choice. So in body drama, I talk about STDs and I talk about... Um, you know, being worried about HPV and getting the vaccine. But I also talk about the ways that you can prepare to be a confident and proactive and responsible sexually active young woman. Um, And I think that's very important. And so when they are ready, they'll know that always use condoms with a different type of birth control to always um, get tested before having sex because you can't... um, you can't count on them. And I actually bring this up because well, the biggest sign that stresses girls out uh, when they start having sex is whether or not their period comes on. So I get a lot of questions. I'm a virgin, but I missed my period. Am I pregnant? Did I get pregnant from a toilet seat? <laughs> and so I have, I'm a virgin, but I missed my period is one of the dramas in the down there chapter because everyone skips a cycle every now and then. It's not mm-hmm. like clockwork. And then besides right. that, I have, what if I'm not a virgin? So, you know, if you're not a virgin, you get the HPV vaccine, you have a PAP and STI test, you pay close attention to your period and discharge cycles, and you make sure that you're having sex for the right reasons. 
Okay. All right. Um, we're going to go to break in a minute. Before we do, and then we're going to talk in the last segment about hair and nails, which, of course, is a favorite subject for so many of us. Um, where can people get your book, and do you give workshops, or do you have uh, a newsletter in your book? Tell us a little bit about how people can learn more. Well, Body Drama is a New York Times bestseller, and it's available in bookstores nationwide. You can get it at, online at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, at your local bookstore. Go to BookSense.com to find your local bookstore. Uh, and on my website, you also can find book extras that I didn't have space to fit into body drama, but I thought were fun, like menstrual products that are alternate and more green for the earth, uh, other things that are really interesting and fun um, to learn about regarding the body. And um, you can also find out more information about my schedule or if you're interested in having me speak, just go to nancyred.com, N-A-N-C-Y-R-E-D-D.com. Okay, Nancy, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, my guest is Nancy Red. She's a 26-year-old Harvard alum and recent Miss Virginia, who was named by Glamour Magazine as one of America's top ten college women most likely to succeed at anything. Her New York Times bestseller, which is new, is Body Drama, Real Girls, Real Bodies, Real Issues, Real Answers, and this celebrates the many visions of normal, and it replaces a lot of misinformation with honestly, medically proven truths in the language that girls can understand, and it really addresses facts instead of fantasies. It's quite a beautiful picture book. I really would suggest it to teens, to their mothers, to their families, because it takes a lot of the mystery, the fear, and the shame out of what our bodies are, and and the point of all of this is to celebrate our bodies. So when we come back, Nancy's going to talk more about what's in her book, the different parts of the body, and I think we're going to cover next hair and nails because that's such a big piece for so many of us in terms of, you know, our hair styles, the way our hair is in terms of shape and texture and our nails and what we should do. So you can give us a call if you would like after the break at 866-472-5788. If you're listening live on Monday, April 21st, and if not, you can listen to the archive program, which is on voiceamerica.com, and you can go to raskinresources.com, my site, and it will redirect you to that as well. Okay, folks, you are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. If you want to put the pep back in your step, Chad Lafferty says just what you're looking for. Dance is life. Life is dance. It's only about dance. It's about moving through life with style, gaining awareness of the never-ending, ever-flowing movement that accompanies all of life's activities. Dance is life. Life is dance. Broadcast every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Radio Network. Be sure to tune in and tap into the limitless healing that dance can provide. Can't stop now. 
Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh. There you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt U.S. Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. All Things Music with composer and songwriter Tara Tucker brings to the Voice America channel music genres not typically heard on your FM radio dial. World music, folk, indie, classical, religious, early medieval. What you won't hear is top 40, rap, or rock, or celebrity news from the streets, or the tabloids of Hollywood. Each week, Tara will showcase a different musical style, the musicians who perform it, the history behind it, and she promises to broaden your musical horizons. Tune in Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Pacific to All Things Music with Tara Tucker on the Voice America channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. And we have just a great guest for you today. And my guest is Nancy Red, and her brand new book is Body Drama, Real Girls, Real Bodies, Real Issues, and Real Answers. And Nancy Red would know, two weeks after graduating from Harvard with an honors degree in women's studies, she won the title of Miss Virginia, going on to make a top ten and winning the swimsuit competition at Miss America in 2004. She's been named one of Glamour Magazine's Top Ten College Women, L'Oreal Beauty of Giving, Young Woman of the Year Award, and one of Harvard Magazine's Top Six Seniors. And she's been on many radio and television programs, and her book is now a bestseller, Body Drama, Real Girls, Real Bodies, Real Issues, Real Answers. Welcome back, Nancy. Let's talk about hair and nails. What's right, what isn't, what's in, what's not. It seems like everything's in with hair. What's your advice? Well, the advice I always give teens, it used to be you played around with your hair with just sun in and Kool-Aid, but now they're starting with hair dye and relaxer and serious permanent so early that their hair is falling out and it's becoming very damaged. So <laughs> there's a lot of issues. You're dealing with body hair, head hair, and facial hair. And all of these things can cause so much stress. So one of the interesting things, and I talk with a lot of gynecologists with this, they're seeing their teenagers come into their office earlier and earlier. It's earlier as 11 and 12. Really? Yes. And it's, it's just a cultural issue. And, and, and so I had to address it. I addressed, you know, if someone's saying something about your pubic area, you don't have to shave it. You don't have to get rid of all that hair. It's normal. It's natural. It's supposed to be there. Because, like I said, young women are very curious. And there's, there's, there's pornography all over the Internet. And they're not looking at it for sexual kicks, but they're very curious to see what they're going to look like when they grow up. And that's why it's very important to give them a book like Body Drama, because when they look at the porn star bodies, it's probably not what they look like. And you don't want them idealizing that look. What about hair? What about hair in terms of uh, hair on your face, hair on your head? What about that? What about... um, 14s, whether we should color, whether we should have perms, whether we should wear it long or short, is it all individual? Comments on that. It's all individual. You know, it's fun. I, my, my suggestion, hair, 
as someone who used to spend a lot of money on body waxing and then realized that in one year I probably spent nearly enough to totally max out my Roth IRA, <laughs> I realized that to spend so much money on something that's just going to grow back or out is kind of ridiculous when you can achieve similar results at home. So it's it's important to not go too crazy, but it's also a, a way of self-expression. So so it's important to figure out how to do it properly. One of the things I love about body drama is that I show the different techniques because I always grew up wondering what sugaring or threading or waxing or tweezing or trimming actually looks like. And so I show what what waxing your lip or tweezing your eyebrow or threading your face or you know, these or or using a depilatory on your legs, what it looks like. So you can make an educated decision about whether or not to um, to do it. And I also talk about, in all the chapters, I have my own I confess sections where I share funny stories. In the hair, mouth, and nails section, I share an I confess about a really bad waxing experience where I made a bad judgment about the type of salon to go to. Because if our young women are starting so early getting these salon treatments that it's important to know what kind of salon to go to, um, how to choose the proper place for nail services and hair removal. Like, for example, if you go to a nail salon and they haven't disinfected the tools they use on you, you can get a serious infection that can even lose a nail or a finger. Mm. So it's very important. This has happened. It almost happened to Paula Abdul. So it's very important to follow safe techniques that I outline in body drama. Okay. We have a few minutes left. And so I think in that time, what I'd really like to know is what's the most important advice you want to give to young women and to their mothers? To talk. Because no matter what the issue is, if you hold it inside, it's going to get worse, whether in your mind worse or actually physically worse. So by opening it up to someone, even if it's just one person that you trust, you'll feel so much better. Holding it in can do no one any good. But you'd be surprised just by sharing your most embarrassing concern. That person you talk to might just say, oh, me too. It's nothing. What do you find, Nancy, is the most embarrassing uh, point or or piece that teens have in common? What do you hear most from teens about what embarrasses them? Smells. We're brought up to think that your body should smell like Victoria's Secret at all times. (laughs) And it's just not true. Your body is supposed to have odor. At one point, body odor was a, a sexual magnet, and now we're taught to cover it all up. So they think that body odor is like the devil. And so I try to explain to them it's normal. And they also worry about unevenness on all body parts. So I show and explain that. What do you mean normal. unevenness? Do you mean in terms of breath? In terms of breast, in terms of one ear being slightly lower than the other, in terms of just... Just everything. I mean, girls are really picky. And they look in the mirror and they can find the smallest, smallest thing to complain about and stress out about. Nancy, do you think that it's different when, uh, for example, your mother was a teen? Do you think teens are under more scrutiny? Do you think it's harder for teens today with body image than it was when your mother was a teen? I think teens have always been under a lot of scrutiny. The difference is it's more acceptable for all of their body to be out for scrutiny. Like, my mom grew up being very stressed out about being skinny, but she was able to totally cover it up in a full skirt that went down to her ankle in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas today's teenager, whatever her body issue is, whether she feels too skinny, flat-chested, fat, short, tall, whatever, it's on display in a really tiny top and short shorts. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, the, it's not like it's more 
difficult emotionally. Just physically, women are expected to appear older and more perfect at earlier, earlier ages. And that's Mm. very stressful on teens. What do teens say that they're most happy with? Do you hear anything in common? The funny thing is, when researching body drama, an interesting question to ask a teenager, and I encourage all of your listeners to do it, is ask them, when's the last time they felt hot? And almost inevitably, it's prom. Because at prom, they got to live the life of a supermodel. They got a makeup artist, a hairstylist, a expensive dress, a limo ride, and they got to do nothing the entire day but get ready for a two-hour event. And it's important to explain and to show women that that's great for every now and then. But you can't expect, nor should you be expected, to spend that much time on your appearance every single day. You're beautiful without layers of professionally done makeup, without a wind fan, without padded boobs, without you know dieting for three months to fit into a dress. As you are is how people should accept you and love you and how you should love yourself. What advice would you give to mothers about what they should be saying to daughters? Moms should buy body drama and hopefully use it as a conversation replacement or conversation starter, preferably. The cool thing about body drama is is you can go through it with your daughter and if you don't want to talk about something, you can say you can just point to it. You can point to the picture or point to the statement and say, oh my gosh, I used to deal with that. Do you ever deal with that? You know, and it makes things so much easier. So that's definitely my advice to moms. If, if and when you have a daughter, what's one of the first things you teach her at a young age? to make sure that her body is respected by herself and by others. I think that the earlier we can teach safe boundaries and a a respect to be covered up and to not let others touch you inappropriately is very important. There's such a history in so many women's lives of child abuse, even in the most odd places, whether it's school or church, and by teaching them the proper language for their body parts and the proper um, lack of shame and embarrassment about their bodies, they will be able to come to you when something's wrong. Mm. So that's what I'm so, and, and also this opens up the lines of communication. Absolutely. You'd be surprised. My mom is the most southern, closeted mom when it comes to body issues you ever knew. I mean, we referred to it as a hoo-ha when I was growing up. And now we can talk quite frankly about some of the most embarrassing issues. And it's mm-hmm. so much fun. And if my mom can talk about these things, anybody's mom can. So. Closing thoughts, Nancy. If people get one thing out of this program today, what's your message? That everybody's perfect as they are. Imperfection is the new perfection. And whatever your body drama is, you're not alone. And people have survived and been successful and married and beautiful and happy with or without a perfect body. And the bodies you see are not the bodies that models own. And as you'll see in body drama, that everybody deals with issues. And it's normal to smell. It's normal to leak. It's normal to creak. It's not normal to not go through these issues. Thank you so much for being on the program, Nancy. You were fabulous. Thank you. Great show. All right, folks, remember, next week we'll have an all-new Positive Living program for you. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. Have a great Monday and a great week.
You've been listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com and tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on VoiceAmerica.com.